Greetings and welcome to the CTC Inside Voice podcast. Inside Voice is technology talk with a cooperative focus. My name is Daniel Markham, specialist with CTC. Be sure to check us out on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash CTC Inside Voice. You can also check out our blog at ctc-next.com. That's ctc-next.com. Today we're talking to Eric Kapajoki, CTC Sales Manager. We're going to get his experience with over-the-top video or OTT video. Eric is an early adopter of OTT technologies, and he's also going to talk about the future of video in the telco. Welcome to uh, CTC Inside Voice. My name is Daniel. I'm here with Eric Kapajoki, our uh, sales manager with CTC. And uh, Eric is joining us here for our first podcast. In the intro, I introduced him as an early adopter of over-the-top technology. Well, he's an early adopter of our podcast environment. Uh, be sure to check us out um, on SoundCloud. We're at uh, soundcloud.com slash CTC Inside Voice. And then also our YouTube channel. We're going to have um, some demonstrations coming up here of some of the things we're going to talk about in this podcast, and that's at Connect CTC. So go to YouTube and find us at Connect CTC. So we'll get started here. Over the top technologies really kind of just covers more about uh, content, really. And basically, I guess the way that I would describe over the top is that the provider is aware of the transmission, but we're not necessarily responsible for it. I think that's the way that I would put it. It is. I mean, you're, you're kind of over the top is almost like, you know, looking at it even from like an open source side of the house, you're kind of opening it up to the world to utilize technology. And mm-hmm. I mean, over the top instantly we think of TV or right. how people stream, you know, Netflix. Sure. But it's so much more than that. Well, there's so many other opportunities. Yeah. Text messaging, um, voice applications, um, there's all kinds of collaboration now. So, um, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that I remember when the cable systems came in, as far as distributing television, uh, that's really all you had. I mean, if you didn't have a cable network, you were kind of out of it. It, it. You know, pushing it to, to the internet side of the house, it's opened up so many more things. I mean, you know, CTC specifically even, we're, we're just it's going to be the day where we're just going to give someone their gig. Right. And what they do with it from phone, you know, video, mm-hmm. social media, anything else, we're just giving them a, a path to get to and from you know, on that end, Daniel. Yeah, in fact, um, you know, with, with some of the smart home technologies, that's kind of an interesting thing, too, because when you when you really look at it, it's really the first time that your home is able to communicate out to you, if you think about it uh, in, from that standpoint. I mean, as a, as a rural telco, you know, we've got 60-plus years here. I mean, we really got our start with connecting telephone service out to rural areas. Well, and, and now we've taken that connected home and things, you know, that step further. I mean, at my house, I can open my garage door if there, you know, the delivery man needs to put a package in my garage. I can unlock my door. I can check my thermostat if mm-hmm. I get, if there's water damage in my basement, it sends me an alert and says, hey, there's water down here. You better come check this out. Something's wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, in greater the, Minnesota. <laughs> and I mean, that really kind of talks to the Internet of Things and how, um, you know, the sensor network and we can kind of go, you know, further on that one, but I think, I mean, the most important thing in, in terms of over-the-top technologies is that, again, you know, providing that connection to people to uh, to do those things that they really want to want to do. Um, I want to talk about 
kind of uh, video now okay. a little bit. Um, so over the top video, I want to say in you know in the past probably eight to ten years, I got to say that um, video traffic on the network. I mean, just in terms of utilization, is just. I mean, it's gone kind of gone through the roof. You know, things like YouTube, uh, Vimeo, um, you know, Netflix, Amazon, Apple TV. I mean, the list kind of goes on. And then within each one of these, you know, with with Netflix, um, there's hardware that kind of supports that back end. So um, one of the one of the first devices that kind of come on the market was Roku. And on that Roku box, I remember getting that Roku box because I had a Netflix subscription. Now, Netflix originally was a disc distributor, basically. It was a mail order. Yeah, absolutely. I remember it was early, early 2008. It had to have been like January. I remember it was still snowing out. and um, I was traveling for work and sat in one of our remote offices and was waiting for a, for a conference call. And I can't remember what came across, but it showed something of Roku and you could stream Netflix. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm thinking, you mean... I don't have to go through that monotonous resending of the discs. As much as it was cool, it was just that work that my brain didn't yeah. correlate to, and all of a sudden now I can watch it on demand. Well, yeah. I mean, even at the time, getting that distribution and waiting for that disc to come to your door was was really new and, and interesting. And then they were one of the first to sort of start pushing this idea that, oh, hey, you know, let's just skip the disc. You've already got your subscription. To your disc, mm -hmm. why don't we just give you uh, access to our Netflix streaming service? And now, when, when, when you get through the idea of, you know, back then it was still infancy stages, well, I can watch it on the internet. Well, is it really going to be as good? Yeah. There's this odd white elephant in the room. Do you think it's there? And yeah. pretty soon you get through that, you, you get your Roku. So I order that Roku and I get it. And I've got, they don't, they didn't have all the titles that you could get at the time from DVD, but they had a lot of them. And it was, mm -hmm. I could watch it when I wanted to on demand right. and it was like the coolest thing ever and getting that Roku they didn't have all the channels that Roku, you know, Roku's got thousands of channels now and they were maybe at you know a hundred and Netflix was the big one Amazon Amazon uh, Prime was on there so you could do like the video on demand type thing and they were still kind of growing it but those were the two big ones and Hulu came in but Netflix specifically mm -hmm. and I remember my kids you know at the time they were seven and nine and that became how my kids sure. started to watch TV and this is eight years ago yeah yeah. And, and it's just amazing how, you know, that millennial generation has evolved into binge-watching of what I watch now, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. In fact, um, I, <laughs> I, you know, I've got a son who uh, I think he probably does everything on his phone. And if, even if he is watching video, he's sending it to my, my Apple TV through AirPlay to watch it on the TV from uh -huh. his phone. I mean, that goes from everything from, from uh, video to music to images. I mean, it just depends on what he wants to do with it. But... Um, they have are completely out of the habit of expecting anything from a cable box, you know, or a set-top box. And it goes back to that point of, and I think someone said it um, at a meeting we were at yesterday, my kids don't understand commercials. Yeah. Just, you know, whether it's DVR in our right. cable box, but yet right. it's going back to that over the top because yeah. I'm watching it now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I want to watch all 32 episodes of it now. Yeah. It's like some weekend binge-watching thing. Yeah, and that's really where it started. I mean, it was like... Uh, you know, for me anyway, I, the documentaries were, were huge, um, and there's so many educational opportunities through um, through through over the top, especially with YouTube. I mean, with YouTube, you can kind of go down the rabbit hole. It just depends on what you're interested in. You know, I, I got on a kick where I was checking out uh, videos on um, blacksmithing for a while there, and it just goes on and 
on and on. Um, if you want to learn how to make nails, you can. You want to make a bottle opener? I mean, it, and, and it, it goes real granular, too. It's like you got a guy that's reviewing different hammers and stuff. Um, and, and you look at it, and those people, it's free. I mean, these are, yeah. you're teaching people things. And I know that, you know, there's this on-demand training for different, whether whatever industry you're in. Mm -hmm. On YouTube, all this content's for free, and there's things you mm -hmm. can try and do. And people talk about Googling it, well, YouTubing it. I mean, yeah. here, want to try doing this? I mean, it's all right there at your fingertips. Well, let's talk about in terms of how it affects the telco um, as telecommunications provider. Um, I don't know when the concept of a triple play came in, but initially we were a telephone provider. Mm -hmm. And then um, back in... I want to say 2001, maybe. Um, I could be wrong on that, but at one point we started offering DSL services. Well, no, it was dial-up first, yep. and then we offered DSL services in, in small areas, and then we've grown that out, obviously, to a, a fiber network that we have now. But in there somewhere, we added television service to it, and um, I think that was really, I, I think, to remain competitive with the other providers. Wouldn't that be? Yeah, I mean, you look at it because TV is that kind of that that beast in our in our world, or the, the double edged sword. Because mm -hmm. originally you had Charter, that was the the TV provider at their core, coming in to offer phone and internet. Mm -hmm. But then here's companies like CTC at our core, we're the traditional telco. It's what we do very very well, mm -hmm. offering internet. Now we're offering TV. So they came and offered telephone service a little later. We offered video service a little later. Now we're in, you know, offering that triple play because that's what people expect or they want, whether it's at their house or their business, they want the ability to get those services. And you need to offer yeah. them, otherwise you're not going to get the ones you want at your core, phone gotcha. and internet. Gotcha. Yeah, and so that expectation really was kind of setting up um, as far as the product goes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that CTC as a whole has really evolved into this, this, this content provider and we have an excellent video product. If you were to ask some of the employees or even our customers in 2004 or early 2005, did we have an excellent video product? They're probably going to be honest and say no. But again, was was the product we offered? I mean, I think that the product we offered has come just a long ways because we've learned, but so have the distributors that give us the feeds and products because, again, they got into the game a little later as well, and we've just refined that product, so it's phenomenal. Yeah, and, now, and then the, on the other side of that, too, we've got the issue with viewership really is dropping. There's a lot of cord cutting going on. I think um, we saw that with telephone service, just kind of in general, landline service yeah. and that kind of thing, the same kind of precipitous drop that we're seeing in terms of people, <clears throat> in terms of people actually hooking up a landline is dropping. We're kind of seeing that with TV too. We are. I think that, again, it, it, people are looking at it saying, I don't want 200 channels because you know what? I watch five of them. Mm -hmm. And, and they want the control and it all comes into that. And I think a lot of it has to do with millennial generation as well, more on demand. I want to watch what I want, when I want. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, you take, whether it's a, a Blu-ray player or a Roku or your, your iPad and you don't need to have all these, these channels. I'm going to watch Netflix or I'm going to watch Game of Thrones on, you know, HBO. And I don't need to get that from my, you know, from CTC or from our competitors. I can get it right off of subscription online from, from someone. You know, right. and I think that's what they're looking at is to say, you know what, I'd probably still go out and spend, let's say I'm spending $70 a month on my cable TV. I'd rather go spend $70 and just buy a la carte on what I want. And I'm going to feel like I'm getting more for my money than that money I'm paying to that video gotcha. company. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think um, 
you know, Netflix and Amazon um, are kind of taking advantage of this. It's interesting, actually, because when you consider Netflix, where that kind of came from with uh, disc distribution and and then into offering some of these things with streaming, they're actually moving into producing their own content now. They're also picking up shows that maybe got canceled out of the networks, uh-huh. which is kind of interesting. Amazon is producing its own content yep. now. And so there's been this real shift. And I mean, really what the what it really amounts to is that people want to watch TV when they want to watch TV, I think, more than anything. Well, in, in looking at, you know, Netflix, they're, you know, think about the billions of dollars that they've budgeted just for original programming or picking up, you know, um, Full House, you know, or sure. Fuller House and yeah. taking it a step further, Arrested Development. I right. mean, and people are looking at it. There's just huge opportunities mm-hmm. and people love it. I mean, take uh, Making a Murderer, that mm-hmm. whole phenomenon mm-hmm. of Steve mm-hmm. Avery and the Making a Murderer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just exploded. Yeah. Every, you couldn't go anywhere, and people were talking about it randomly at the coffee shop or the gas station or at social media. Right. All from over the top. Right, and this isn't something that would have necessarily been picked up by by the network. Yes, you know? yeah. And, you know, in a way, it's kind of it's interesting because, you know, when we got our start as telco, you know, we were getting telephone service out to areas that were unserved, basically. So some of the big... The big, you know, the Ma Bell and, and stuff, they, it isn't cost effective for them to run, you know, copper lines for 15 miles or whatever to get one, mm-hmm. one subscriber. And so you got to kind of band together um, and, and provide that for that area. Um, so in a way, it, I mean, it's not like we're necessarily helping, you know, uh, you know places like Netflix and Amazon. But I, I find the parallels kind of interesting that, you know, now the networks are so big, it's not worth their time to go into some of this more, mm-hmm. you know, minutia and some of those detailed things and then maybe pick up stuff that fans want to see. So in a way, it's, you know, it's kind of like we're deciding what we want to watch. It, absolutely. We're empowering the people. And I think that yeah. people have, have gotten used to that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. Again, it's I want it now. I'm not waiting mm-hmm. for my show next Tuesday because it comes on on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock. Right. Or if I'm DVRing it, I'm watching it all now because they just released all 13 episodes. <laughs> right. And I know what I'm doing on a Saturday for the next 13 hours. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> <laughs> which can be a positive thing and a negative thing. Kind of depends on how much time you got. I mean, yep. it, that. but that's the point of it. You know, uh-huh. it's going to wait. You're, you're, you're going to get to it. Now, you know, you can just go back to that over and over and over again. And it's always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no, you know, I mean, you think about the early adoption of people recording, setting their VCRs mm-hmm. and things. Back then there wasn't. Right. You know, you had, that was that opportunity you had to watch. And now mm-hmm. it's like, I'll watch it later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, some of the early um, Cartoon Network Adult Swim, you know, uh, when we lived in Colorado, we used to um, record that and uh, on the VCR. And then mm-hmm. I'd get up in the morning and watch it because it was on pretty late. And um, I don't know exactly where I'm going with this, nope. but uh, uh, yeah, basically um, now, you know, if I really want to watch these episodes, I can just go to cartoonnetwork.com, go to their Adult Swim page or whatever it is that I'm looking for and, and find it. And uh, I think we I think our TV Everywhere product is kind of like that. I mean, that gives access to some of this content because a lot of the networks are putting their content online. Yeah, absolutely, Daniel. You look at it. We've got, I think we've got over 50 mm-hmm. of our individual channels that have either apps or the ability to watch, you know, through watchtveverywhere.com. Mm-hmm. Even like um, sports. So think in the Brainerd area, people love or they have this infatuation with the North Dakota State bison. Yeah. 
and no no local cable provider, whatever company you're looking at, has the ability to show those games. Mm-hmm. ESPN three has it though, mm-hmm. and if you have the Watch ESPN app, which TV or CTC does, mm-hmm. you can watch it on through your Roku or your your smart TV or your laptop or your phone, and you can watch those Bison games for no additional cost. Right. You know, I mean, and that gets sports is a whole nother realm when it comes to over the top and some of the limitations. But that's just one little example. Yeah, Go true. back and watch Chris, Chris Angel episodes from, you know, A&E randomly on the, the A&E app. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. just the fun stuff that's out there for people, mm-hmm. you know, because of the Watch TV Everywhere affiliations that we have. I mean, there's all kinds of, mm-hmm. you know, ABC, NBC, they've all got their stuff out there to archive. So if you subscribe to the TV service, then you have access to this TV Everywhere. Yep, kind of like uh, icing on the cake. Sure. You know, some, some additional things that that are there for you you know and cool things you could do with that i mean you could take it into a roku interface and you have your netflix or your amazon mm-hmm. prime where you can add all these other channels right and now you've got your your set top box mm-hmm. utilizing your ctc internet or your ctc wireless right. internet for instance yeah and now you've you know can watch your on-demand content and don't have to have a set top box because maybe that's what you how, how you want to watch tv at that in that room or that that area we as a, a we as the co-op at our core provider have to find and embrace creative ways mm-hmm. you know to, to get it out to our members to, to look at it and say you know there's a there's a product out there a channel called sling tv mm-hmm. and, 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 and there's no affiliation with ctc at all but dish network started it um, in january of 2015 and it's 20 channels twenty dollars a month no contract it includes espn espn2 tbs tnt uh, AMC, CNN, you know, uh, Cartoon Network, Disney Junior, so that you've got kind of that mixture for people that want to shave or cut the cord. And that's that local content, too, that a lot of people are afraid to maybe lose. And they are. Well, that's even where Skitter TV comes that's into where it play comes as well. In. Yeah. You know, and you can, do, you can get the ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you can embrace it through a, like a cord-cutting environment. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, you know, really cool, and you've seen some of those, yep. those interfaces and stuff mm-hmm. there, too. I don't know if it's for everyone. I think, you know, mm-hmm. the cool part is a lot of them have, hey, try a free week. Right. So you get to experience it because one of the things we've seen is that, you know, two things happen when people cut the cord. The channel surfers are not happy with it. Sure. You know, that's that traditional person like yourself or I come home from work or Last somewhere. Button. Hey, yep, <laughs> I'm going up and down. What do I got? Back. Yep. Yep. No DV. You know, it's not the DVR right. side of the house. I'm just trying right. to find something to watch. Mm-hmm. And it's now the channel change comes instant. We find that gratification. When you're when you're uh, using over the top, it's deliberate. I'm right. going here to watch this, or yeah. I'm looking to see what I'm watching, and it's not now. The other thing that that once in a while that you miss on it too is the regional sports. So for those in Brainerd, Minnesota Wild, Minnesota Twins, the Gophers, the Timberwolves, that is not out on streaming content for live sports. If I want to watch baseball, I can go to the MLB app. But if I want to watch the Twins, they will not let me watch a game that's going on as we speak. I can archive right. yesterday's game or a game from 10 days ago. But because of advertising rights, there's a blackout for the immediate broadcast. You can mm-hmm. always go back and archive, no problem. Right. I can watch a live broadcast you know, of the California Angels at any time, but I just can't watch my in-market team. Yeah, and this has been the real a challenge, I think, with overtop video um, or you know third party video anyway, um, is has been really the sports because mm-hmm. that's kind of what it comes down to at this point. And there's these are huge franchises; they got a lot of money invested in this, and you know the traditional channels are, are working. You know their distribution is yeah. working that way. Um, that's that's probably going to be the 
the final, I would say, battleground. It, it is. I think, you know, an example would be ESPN signed a contract last year with the NBA for over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And so they have to get that money somehow, you know, yeah. and it's going to come eventually from the subscriber yeah. on that end. And that's how the NBA is paying, you know, million dollar salaries and things. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how it all works. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually someday ESPN might go off on their own. And, and they've talked about what that price could be in different things. But again, they're in no hurry because, again, sports is a whole right. other beast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of money the money behind that. Um, so uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, we're going to have a demonstration of the TV everywhere. And then we're also going to have a demonstration of the Skitter TV as well. Um, I think I'm just going to kind of wrap it up here, Eric. Um, That's great. Thank you for your um, for your insight on that. And um, I, I love the industry. It's a great, uh, you know, I think it's ever-changing. This over-the-top thing's a whole nother beast. Yeah. And it was my first podcast, too. So, Thank you for joining us for CTC Inside Voice in the first episode, our over-the-top video and over-the-top technologies discussion with Eric Hoppajoki, our sales manager at CTC. For more information on CTC, you can find us on the web at connectctc.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, stay tuned. We're going to have a demonstration of the TV Everywhere product as well as the new Skitter TV introduction. This is Daniel with CTC. Thanks for watching and have a great day.